0: leftcentral.com good morning everybody yes it's thursday morning pubimashiko is here i am here and you are here and we're ready to start the day mm-hmm.
1: all you really need to start the day all you need and a cup of
0: what is this a, like a cappuccino right a
1: cup of coffee
0: i must tell you i'm this and one is really good it's a good coffee i'm very excited uh we've got an unbelievably busy burning platform later on it's like it's going to be chock full of all kinds of opinionistas people have lots to say about lots of things and of course you throw pummy and eye into that and you got you got your i mean you've got your greatest fantasy of opinions being thrown around the room <laughs> And of course, we make them uh, ready to serve so that you can just implement those opinions. If you're too busy in your day to think about your own opinion on things, (laughs) we'll give you some.
1: This is the one to (laughs)
0: take. We'll give you a bunch of them and you can choose which one you think fits the best. I watched um, two videos this morning. A friend of mine in America sent me both. Sent me this one video of Javier Millet, who's the new Argentine president who was laying out the case for free market economics, something which I don't think they've heard at Davos for, I don't know, 20 years. Because become very it's become very cool and has remained cool for far too long for people to talk about state interventions and regulation and pitting man against woman and poor versus rich and uh, man versus the planet. And suddenly this guy comes in and he's like, I got a couple of things to tell you about the lessons we've learned in Argentina over the last few years. Uh, And he goes all the way back to the 1850s. You know, there was a stage where Argentina was the richest country in the world, Mm -hmm. right? And then there was a stage not so long ago where they were the poorest country in the world. In fact, they had such hyperinflation that they made Zimbabwe look positively rich by comparison. And as a result of their experience in Argentina, he really makes a case for human progress, for the rights of life, liberty, and property. And he says that the biggest problem with the world when everything starts going wrong is state intervention and regulation. And then he explains why. And all these Davos World Economic Forum assholes sit there and they kind of find themselves being lectured by a guy who's won by a wide margin in Argentina. And I think they have to, you know, he said, basically, you can either rail against reality, try to convince yourself that reality is different, or you can look at the empirical data. And then he brings out charts. He shows you what, uh, you know, has happened to life expectancy in countries where the state intervenes too much. He shows you what happens where property rights are not respected. He shows you the economic data and you can't argue with it.
1: I'm going to look for that video a little bit later and watch it right from the Ten seconds you showed me, and he's combed me, his hair. Yeah, <laughs> he's combed his hair. He's wearing a jacket. He's he's also not shouting.
0: No, he's not shouting. He's no no he's, he's not being. He's very measured. Very right? and and it's about twenty minutes. It's worth watching. You can find it on social media. You I'm know, not going to play you. I'm
1: also. sure he, he's very measured. But you know, Javier for me is he, he rem, he's like the Argentine version of Steve Bannon. And
0: Do you mean that in a good or a bad way?
1: in a it just is
0: because usually way. if people bring up steve bannon they mean it in a bad way
1: no in a just is way
0: okay. <laughs> it just right. is
1: um well also because for anyone who's struggling
0: steve bannon was uh, trump's election campaign manager for
1: 2016 and and he he they they really are this they the two of them for me are on the same continuum so i'm very very much looking forward to to hearing that. But this year, Davos for me, has been a no, little bit of a stamp school.
0: Nobody cares. But also they've got it so wrong. In fact, the whole theme of Davos, if you and I wouldn't normally pay attention to Davos, I only paid attention because this friend of mine sent me the Malay mm. speech, and it's a standout. Mm. All the rest of it is the same old elitist conversation with elitists about elitist problems.
1: There is a, a deep fake video. I think they can solve though.
0: things for the world. and
1: There mm. is a deep fake video of? Of, the, of Davos making the rounds. of a I, I don't know who that guy is, but I think he's probably like a YouTuber. And, and he's, he's put himself <laughs> at the podium in Davos. And he says, I want to say sincerely from all of us, Fuck you very much
0: <laughs> and <he> goes, oh. <laughs>
1: but it's so well it's so well done when you first see it you think it's real it, you, you, you do a double well, take you're like who the hell is this guy isn't and,
0: that what you if, what? I, if I sent you to Davos or you you, you decided to go there yourself and uh, I, I make a speech I personally
1: would not go to Davos because have you seen the you thick say, snow
0: but when you say fuck you isn't that what you'd tell them <laughs> I think you would <laughs> and the thick snow I'm sure you know there are worse problems in the world no I mean, now,
1: when I see when I see that that Davos and and the way it looks there, I'm just like,
0: no, please, I'll take it my my brother and his kids and his and his wife just got back from skiing. I was like, "God damn it must be nice to have so much money um so yes, I would take Davos, thank you, but not not to go and schmooze and hub, hobnob with these people and I like the fact that there are deep fakes of people saying F you to Davos because I think a lot of us want to say that to these people. they're out of touch and The theme for this year, unironically, is rebuilding trust because what they've realized only too late at Davos is that over the last particularly five to six years, they have become so disconnected from reality and from the rest of us and from their desire to propagandize and bullshit us that we now regard them… That tends to
1: happen when you like… Private jets, yeah, security. correct. But, you, but you're telling
0: all of us to stop run, driving run, cars. Run, you know, you know? Um, tends to
1: happen. You do get, you kind do of get that and, disassociated from reality. And
0: I'm glad. I'm glad that it's happening. And that theme tells you everything about how insecure they're feeling about their position in the world. These are the people who who think they control uh, everything, and and they do control a lot of things. But they've lost the ability to persuade the rest of us. And I think it's it's interesting to remark upon only that, if nothing else. The other video that this friend of mine sent me was some, like, I don't know, tribeswoman from South America. So they obviously, you know, the the right of center brought Javier Millet as their representative, and the left of center brought some tribeswoman from the same continent. But she went around going gong, 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 and then blowing into people's faces, which is a surefire way to spread disease. These are the same people who were telling us that we have a big, great, great reset and we need to worry about world pandemics. Do you remember them? And they've got a woman blowing in people's faces. It's just so ironic.
1: Yesterday, I left. watched a I watched a video of um. So there's there's a a YouTube channel that that we watch a lot of, and it's it's news. An Indian lady, Pakishama, I forgot what it's called. She she started out with something else, but now it's called something else. And she is the the main news editor. Amazing, amazing, mm-hmm. like analysis world news from a different perspective from a different point of view right mm. she and she she really is quite fantastic at the end of that video yesterday i actually thought about the great reset and yeah it's happening this video was about toy manufacturing in india and and how india has Basically, after the COVID pandemic, how they've reset toy manufacturing in
0: mm-hmm. their
1: country, where something like 90% of all the world's toys come from China. Absolutely. Like 90% of all of them. Our- <laughs> come from China. And and so they, because of, of the kind of the the disruption in supply chains and all of that kind of stuff, mm. they used that to to reset how India is positioned in the world in terms of toy making. So they mm. created industrialized zones where they, they give incentives yeah. to, to toy makers and lots of different incentives, incentives in terms of rent concessions, incentive, but what they also did was they put tariffs on import, import duties mm. of toys coming into, into um, India. And now almost all their toys that are circulating in India are made in India and they are now exporting toys as well. So So they use that to reset a part of their economy. And I think a lot of people are doing that. I think
0: that's where, where perhaps you can call for what Malay was not calling for, which is a little bit of government interference in the economy, at least to make things competitive. Because we do live in a world now where China can make everything cheaper and faster. And they don't really care about labor or, or you know massive factories being built or destruction of the environment, any of the stupid policies that Western governments put into place. Mm. And we sometimes need have to have cheap manufacturing. Uh, the corollary to that is that cheap manufacturing in another country destroys the local economy. Um, the local well, manufacturing economy. I mean, look China at
1: China is essentially the world's uh factory now.
0: Sure. But look at our, our fabric industry, for example, was decimated. Textile. The textile industry in this country was decimated once we started uh, outsourcing that. And, and th- there is an argument for that. But I think, by and large, almost anything, in particular our government, anything government touches turns to shit. So we've got to be very aware of that. And I think <laughs> it's, very, it's very interesting, too, that the, the world, I think, is starting to pivot in a direction that it hasn't for oh, I don't know, about like 40 years, because we've been on more or less the same trajectory, politically, economically, socially, for at least the last, let's say the last 20. And this is a definite about turn. You see it happening in places as diverse as Argentina and, you know, France, for example. And there's going to be more of that. So just brace yourself. And I do think in America, they got to get ready for a You saw the the Iowa caucuses. I mean, what a whitewash. It was an absolute (laughs) avalanche. If anybody was still holding out hope for a Nikki Haley or a Ron DeSantis, I've got got bad news for you. Trump is walking this. And by the way, Biden, I just have to say, and again, this is not because I take delight in it, even though I think Biden is probably the worst president that America's ever had, because he's so goddamn old, he doesn't even know what's going on. But I do have to say this, that... His approval ratings and this is according to credible polls from moderate think tanks and proper research institutes, people who we would say normally are, are a good barometer of what's going on in society. You know, I'm skeptical like all of us are about polls, because they tend to be <gasps> proffered by people who have an agenda. Oh,
1: polls.:
0: Guess what Biden's polls overall: His overall approval rating is the lowest in recorded history, 33 percent. Now that means you just don't have a chance of re-election. And they're going with him again because it's too late now to change horses, right? And if you do, and it's Kamala, you're going to do even worse because she's even less popular than him, believe it or not. But the really frightening number is they asked Democrats, Republicans, and moderates in America, what do you think of the way Biden's handled the, the economy? His approval rating on this was 31%. That's lower even than Angie Mochecha's pass rate which we got to talk about too at some point this morning. Um, so really not looking great for Biden. And then I see uh, on the note of the matric pass rate the free state 40% of matrics in the free state didn't pass matric. Are
1: they, how are their numbers out?
0: Uh, that was that was uh, released just yesterday really? by uh, what Umelusi or whatever it is. Umalusi Umalusi so I don't know what to make of that but if that's correct
1: I was woken up in the middle of the night by SMS from the school because the IEC results, (laughs) IEB results are out. And this is my shout out to the boys from our school who 100% pass rate, (laughs) not mark, 100% pass. That is quite something. Congratulations, but also, you know what? I think we. I have a very good friend who often talks to me about. He's a lawyer today about his matric, and how dismal it was because he had to repeat matric, and he's like the best thing that could have ever happened to him was repeating that matric because it gave him a
0: chance. That's not the end of the world, to right?
1: He himself.
0: No, there's nothing wrong with repeating yeah. matric. We have such a, 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 a view. I mean, listen, we do have the easiest pass rate in, created, in, in any, any measurable uh, stage of South Africa's history. But I, I
1: feel like we've created this monster in the heads of the kids about no, Matrix. Definitely. My, my, um, my niece is in matric this year. And over the December holiday, when she was visiting with us on the one night, she, she woke up quite panic-stricken, just thinking about going into matric this year. And I was just like, oh, this is a monster. This is a monster. She is going to go into this year. Well, I hope not because we've now spent lots of time kind of prepping and talking about it and whatever. But she was in December already freaking out about this year. When I'm just like, you must also have a little bit of fun. Your matric year is also supposed to be fun and memorable and all of those things. Because it's the last year in high school. And some of those friends you're never going to see again ever in your life.
0: And sometimes that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Those aren't friends. Let's really be fair. Got that. All right. So uh, a couple of things that are worth uh, commenting on this morning. We can get into some of the big news stories around South Africa and politics and the burning platform a little bit later on. Um, but I know you've got an agenda here this morning too, Pums. What's uh, on your mind? You, you woke up in the dark this morning for the first time in ages. Nice. Yeah. Just being reminded that we're in a new year. So we've got the same old government,
1: in case people are wondering why I'm back in black today. it has happened, <laughs> yes, before. and you were you it's were, what it's what I've been prepping for all this time. I told you guys that's why the other reason I always wore black is because even if you get dressed in the dark, mm-hmm. everything you own matches. You just take one well, from the top, take one from the bottom.
0: you also <laughs> did you posted this very um optimistic thing at the beginning of the year. You were like, I'm going to bring color back into the wardrobe, you remember. So that's obviously been shelved thanks to loads Listen,
1: You of you In the dark, you can't really be adventurous. Okay. You must just, because I don't know. I don't know what it looks like, but whatever. But if it's black, I know exactly um, what I'm getting. But I do have this. See, I do have this. Okay. A lot of All right. Now
0: we've got a bit of colors. Thanks. Okay. I like it. Very good. Um, we've also. Oh,
1: so J J R J R Ewing. We've got a J.R. Ewing. There's a
0: J.R. Ewing in the comments. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. J.R. Ewing says, let me rephrase. About 40% of the free state grade 10s did not pass. Yes, that's correct. That's grade 10s. So, grade, oh, tens. grade 10s. Sorry, not, not matrix. Grade 10s. That's sorry. Sorry, quite right. So wow. That's disgusting. Let me tell you, I, I always thought that our dumbest province was the Eastern Cape. Turns out it's the free state.
1: Although that is also a failure of the teaching.
0: Well, yes and no. I mean, I do think. It is we, a
1: failure of the teachers.
0: Poems, how do you fail if the pass rate's 35%? It,
1: hence, it is the failure of the teaching. I
0: don't know. I'm not so sure. I think that if you have children, typical,
1: learn, Listen, hmm. children learn instinctively. We are learners. But I'm sorry. Everything that's, about I growing up is about learning. I think that's right? nonsense. It Here, is the failure of the teaching. Here's
0: the, the device. This is the what device. Is this, this phone will allow any kid anywhere, and, and they all have a smartphone these days especially by grade 10 okay there's just no excuse no you can go online no, you no, can no, learn no. anything you want they do not want to learn these are I, these, these are these these are disasters no
1: i disagree with you this is this you don't think is so? it's a failure of the adults in the system they are failing these children it is a failure of the adults in the system it is not those children
0: i don't think so yeah i think i think you can you can fill the gaps yourself if you are a self-motivated child. And I, I was not a hard worker at school at all, but it didn't take much. I, I, I studied at the last minute. I'm not an exceptional person. I really am not. I think I'm pretty bang average on most things, especially when it came to maths and things like that. I, was, I only learned to do maths. I swear to God, I only learned to do maths in matric. Up to then, I had coasted and just squeaked through on maths and physics. I'd always liked chemistry, but suddenly in matric, I applied myself. It had nothing to do with the teachers. I'd love to give them credit. The, this. And then I suddenly did well. This. So, I don't. trust
1: me. And it's so, like with all raising of children, it does, the problem does not start at grade 10. It is the, it is the adults who have failed these children in the system.
0: Well, where I will agree with you is that school started yesterday. And tons of kids were suddenly being ferried around, parents scrambling to make a plan because they hadn't thought about this until yesterday. Now, that's adults failing. And it's not the teachers because we, we I'm very happy to go hard at teachers. I don't think teachers are as great as they could be. There are obviously exceptions to that rule, but a lot of teachers are just plodders. And they go for an easy job where you get lots of holidays and you get a a, a guaranteed salary. And a lot of teachers are just very ordinary, very dreary people, really. I I think that the, the exceptions to that rule are few and far between. But parents are way worse. What kind of a parent wakes up on the day that you have to take your kids back to school? Suddenly, oh, it's like they've woken up from a drunken stupor. And and, now we've got to put our, we've got to place our kids in the school. Suddenly there's no places and suddenly it's the education department's fault. Now I don't mind, just like I don't mind going at teachers. I don't mind going at government and there is a lot to be desired with government and you can complain that they haven't built any new schools. You can complain that they haven't uh, made classes bigger and better, but honestly, this is parents. This lays this whole thing is fairly and squarely at the parents' feet. If your kid doesn't have a play, a school place to go to because you as a parent only woke up now, halfway through January, that's on you. Adults in the
1: system have failed these choices.
0: Yeah, but let's be specific. Which Whether, adults? All of them. Mm. All of them. I don't know.
1: Whether it is… The dep- so here in Gauteng, I don't know if it is the same in all other provinces. Actually, I know it's not. But here in Gauteng, to get into a school, into government school, there's a central portal that people have to, I think, in April or May, it opens up for grade eights and grade ones. And you submit all of your documents on this portal. Mm-hmm. And the system is supposed to place you at the most optimal school. So depending on where you live and your income, all of that kind of stuff. That system is a sham. That system is a sham and a shambles. So some of these parents who are running around yesterday, the system also hasn't placed them, right? So you haven't received the documentation. You don't know where to take your child. Bullshit system.
0: And what, you wait until Um, the first day of school to have a problem?
1: Well, Actually, when it is the first day of school, then more people in the department are scrambling to help you. Then they are scrambling to help you in November. Mm. Then they are scrambling to help you in December. More people on the first day of school are scrambling to help you. That, That is also... Uh, listen i I, I don't want to complain about this thing Uh, let's let's talk about
0: something else. i saw some very cute footage on the news yesterday i I, i'm trying to watch the news again just so i can see what the media are reporting on (laughs) what you need listen
1: to the radio
0: i don't i can't that i can't (laughs) do that's a a bridge too far but i will occasionally watch tv news and they (laughs) had all these very cute stories in the news about the first day back at school the first day of school for the grade ones and you know, that's that's cute to see. And I see these little kids and they're getting in there and they're excited and they're wearing their brand new uniforms. They're smiling and they, you know. You, Toothless and, uh,
1: Yeah, I know,
0: they're so cute. And I think that's, that's awesome. And I hope that all of these kids ride it out until matric because we have a huge dropout rate. Mm. The worst part of this, and it wasn't mentioned in the news report, but we brought it up the other day on the show, is that there are Kids who were late for grade 10, 11, and 12 because they were dropping their own kids off at school. Wow. That's a pretty damning indictment on our society in South Africa.
1: That's grim.
0: Very. Okay. Uh, Yonder says, to be fair, it's also, again, the fault of the government system. Ever since it was changed, it's been a mess. So agreeing mm-hmm. with you there.
1: It is a So we have in our family, my little nephew, mm-hmm. Who's now 16 months? Mm-hmm. He started play school.
0: 16 months <laughs> here. Wow. Holy shit.
1: Little person in play school. Gonna kind of grade 10. And my So we have we, got the whole gamut there.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, let's look at uh, some of the stuff that's going on here. Uh, we've got to talk about P. Diddy just now.
1: Yes, please.
0: And we gotta talk about this PhD scandal. But you wanna talk about the The god of truth, light, and music, and poetry, Apollo. Listen. This this excites me. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to say about Apollo?
1: Last week, I told you this is going to be like a hectic year. But (laughs) if ever there was in all of the celestial beings shaking the tables this year, (laughs) he's arrived this year shaking the table. Because all of these things are interconnected, right? Whether it is PhD scandals coming to light, whether it is like Cat Williams and every conspiracy oh, theory god, yeah. in the world, mm-hmm. whether the P. Diddy is shaking the table every damn week. So I'm just saying, ready yourself, people. Ready yourself. I didn't know that that is. So I knew that Apollo was the god of poetry and music. I did not know that part of that was truth and light.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Apollo, Apollo is my favorite god of the ancient Greeks. Yeah. Music. Uh, Yeah. But, but also, um, like all the gods, had, you know, relationships with humans at various points and produced progeny. And there's the, the story of, um, I think it's Icarus. No, Icarus is a different story. It was, uh, the, his son who rode his chariot too fast and too hard mm. and burnt all of North Africa and turned it into a desert. I mean, these, these myth, myths that... I wish I was more au fait with it now, but oh. the last time I read it was probably about 10 years ago. Um, but I love I love Apollo. Apollo is the best of all the gods. It just seems like he has the most fun. Oh. His sister Aphrodite is very serious. Listen. Uh, sorry. Apo- Apollo and... Uh, is it Aphrodite? No, Apollo and uh, Artemis. Not a, not Aphrodite. Artemis is his sister. This
1: this year is just like it's gonna. It's the year of the dragon. It is also truth, my friends. The truth.
0: Yeah, let's hope so.
1: <laughs> like people can't help themselves. The people can't help themselves. We spoke about this the scandal with Mbalula coming out and just saying. Mm-hmm. Outright, Mm -hmm. And we're all shocked at the the revelation. And more than the revelation, I think we're all shocked that he said it out loud. That he said the silent part out loud. But this is it. It's the truth, my friends. It's the truth. It's coming at you hard and fast this year from every corner, every neck of
0: the woods. Uh, Carl says, I'm a proud dad of grade two and a tiny one in preschool. I don't see why we must see everyone else's kids on Facebook, for fuck's sake. I think it's quite cute. So I've got I've got a group of friends on WhatsApp. No, I look Paul, I don't have Paul. kids. I don't have kids, but I like this. So I've got a group. I love it. Yeah, I got a group of friends here and they were all sending pictures of all their kids on the first day back at school or the first day of school and like old family friends and people who I've known since varsity. And it's it's cool to see.
1: It's like the sorbet yeah, in your meal. It's like it's just a timeline cleanser. Man. It's like when you see the kitten, it just makes it a little bit better, right? So the cute kids, the cute kids are meant to cleanse the timeline right. of all that, all that like, horrible shit. All that wretchedness
0: yeah. that's out there. So what is the story with P. Diddy? You gotta fill me in on this. I don't know, I don't know anything about this. I, I I know that he came up in the Cat Williams podcast, but what's the real deal here? Mm. Help me understand. This
1: is this is the year where you said all of, truth. All of Pete Diddy's
0: the small shit skeleton. is
1: coming out to light, <laughs> and he this this year will not end uh. without Pete Diddy being cancelled, my friends. So mm. after the big scandal with the sex uh, allegations, they are they have been scandal after scandal coming out of Pete Diddy's closet. Now. There's a gang rape scandal. Oh Jesus! That's out there. You just so mm. Diageo has bought him out of his. You know he had a tequila. You yeah. want a tequila? He had a tequila.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Diageo has bought him out of that, and bought him out of his Siroc deal. So those two um, spirits that he they have bought him out. They want nothing to do with Peter D.
0: But that's nice payout for him. He doesn't care.
1: Well, watch the space. I think the IRS is coming for him.
0: Oh God! Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. But yesterday, yesterday in the source, they were they've been talking about an explosive audio that has been brought into evidence in the case of the murder of Tupac.
0: Oh shit! We and thought that would have been put to death. Did to his bed.
1: involvement oh. in Nugget?
0: Oh boy. Okay.
1: <laughs> All these many years later, this was
0: uh, I mean I Pete, thought it was Jada. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we decide it was Will Smith and Jada? Oh man. No, they
1: just they just got like Jesus. Yeah. Listen, P this is the year Peter D is getting cancelled. It's finally happening, my friends. It's finally mm. happening. But the the light and the truth in that man's world.
0: Okay. So
1: all over the place.
0: That's gonna be interesting to watch. But
1: so then obviously when this kind of stories come out, you get in a rabbit hole. So now I'm in a rabbit hole, in a P. Diddy rabbit hole. Because then as I'm like reading all of the stuff, I'm thinking to myself, if P. Diddy got cancelled, would I really miss him?
0: Mm, so you like, you I don't even, back.
1: So I had to go look. Well yeah. P Diddy music, but uh I, I wouldn't miss P Diddy's music. Because also it's not his music, he's just a feature, you know, a very prominent feature in almost all of the stuff. But you know what, I did find out about P. Diddy's past. What? Have you seen the film American Gangster with Denzel Washington?
0: Yes. About a- Frank Lucas. That. Yeah, sure.
1: Frank Lucas, who is a very real person, who is mm-hmm. a big gangster in Harlem, da-da-da-da, yes. all of that. did Diddy's connection to Frank Lucas? Really? His dad was a very big Frank Lucas associate.
0: Oh, shit. So he was a gangster from birth.
1: Imagine. Uh, the, the, this was my biggest revelation about P. Diddy. The most interesting thing about him in my rabbit hole about P. Diddy yesterday was what? Pete Diddy and Frank Lucas?
0: So this is interesting.
1: Not even six degrees of separation there, hey? Uh
0: Dominico, who said earlier some very nice comments about you. And, and I haven't seen Dominico in the comments before, so I'm making special notes here and uh, Mutande Kaluzi as well, mm-hmm. uh, who are both in the comment section for the first time. But apparently, Welcome, friends. Apparently, Cat Williams blew Hollywood up. Even Oprah is taking heat. What did he have to say? What happened about <laughs> what did Oprah? He, say?
1: he did not say anything really? about
0: Oprah. Tell I us about Oprah.
1: Thing. I am one of the 50 million views of, of that. Podcast.
0: I haven't. I haven't yet. I got to get into it. Listen,
1: two hours and forty three minutes, or something ridiculous like that.
0: If it's worth it, if they if they're spitting, it doesn't uh, feel like two Good.
1: Doesn't feel like two hours and forty three minutes though. But man, I don't remember him saying anything about Oprah. What did he say about Oprah? I
0: don't know. So dominica has got to tell us.
1: You better, dude. He Cat Williams had shit to talk about everybody.
0: P.L. wants to know, hey, Pumi, what are your thoughts on the Tabilioka situation?
1: This is the PhD scandal. Pum, right. If you so, let's,
0: <laughs> so let's talk about this because
1: <laughs>
0: presidential advisor, right?
1: On one of.
0: <laughs> okay. So, one yeah, because, of the
1: 17 different. Because right. <laughs> our,
0: our president has so many goddamn advisors. He doesn't have his own brain involved in any of these decisions. He just gets told what to do what, by his advisors. What
1: decisions has our president made? None. Okay, good.
0: Only Probably Sloan. only around his own businesses. Um. Anyway, so tell me what happened here with this Tabo Lyoka. Tabi. Tabi, sorry.
1: So a story broke on BD Live a couple mm-hmm. of days ago that Tabi Lyoka, who is commonly referred to as, this is another doctor scandal. Oh, okay. Dr. Tabi Lyoka. Okay. Actually, does not have a PhD from LSE, London School of Economics. Do these guys they really think they can get away with this? To verify. This so let's just that besides being on the, the advisory panel for in the presidency, she's also been on the board of Corruption Watch. I don't think she's on there anymore. <laughs> she's been oh, MTN board. And and Remgro, she was on the Remgro board oh God. last year. And this is where this whole thing kind of fell apart. It's Remgro that, that kind of
0: exposed her.
1: Exposed all of this. And and so the scandal breaks. BD Live puts out this article saying they were unable to verify uh, her PhD. Uh mm. in, in fact, they they said they were unable to verify her qualifications, which also, then inferred that her master's and mm-hmm. undergrad, but they have since come back to clarify that no, her master's, they were able to qualify to, um, but it's the PhD that they have no record of and they couldn't find it. Then she went on Clement Manyatela's show. Radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she went on the show and she armed and art. About it and talked about changing her name. Name changes. Maybe that's why Mm. they were using the name change. Could have just doubled down. I cannot for that. So it turns out she does have a master's Mm -hmm. from LSE. Why lie about the PhD? She also did say very much a la tinder swindler that people are after her.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a big That's thing. how well, this this thing so comes
1: up. The biggest shocker of all of these things for me is the statement from the presidency that because she is an advisor and not in a statutory body, they never had a need to vet her PhD.
0: Do we know... <sighs> Do we know whether any of the decisions... So what
1: does that mean? No, but I... The advisors in the presidency are not vetted? Uh, But but I don't
0: don't actually care about people's qualifications. So I'm completely different to everyone else in this respect because I wouldn't hire someone based on their degree. I wouldn't. Unless, I mean, if I had a business in engineering or I was a hospital manager hiring doctors, (laughs) then I would have to check that stuff. But in our business... (laughs) And in many businesses in this economy, we don't need to know what people's credentials are because if they're capable and they have the right attitude and personality, that counts way more than what degrees they have. You know, this you've been uh, an advisor and a consultant and an HR person, you've done all of this. You know, no, no. So, my point is, let's cut to the
1: economics to Uh, the president. Okay,
0: so this this is what I'm gonna get to because if you are advising the president and we need to know which bits of advice were turned into policy as a result of Tubby's advice and then we can measure whether or not she has any value because if let's say she bullshits about her doctorate but she's got a master's and let's say she gave so why lie on.
1: about the doctorate I, that
0: that's a that's a whole separate issue but if someone is giving advice and it's good advice and when it's implemented it creates better conditions i don't care what your degree is if however you haven't given good advice, you've given shit advice, and people have implemented and it's made things worse, then you must be fired. (laughs) Even if you have three doctorates, right? (laughs) Right? I mean, I'm judging you by the results. I don't actually give a damn about the process. And we've got this idea, you mentioned Matric earlier and what an issue it is to so many people in this country, because we've got this idea that credentials and credentialism is more important than your actual ability to produce results.
1: Look, I agree with you to an extent. I'm just saying, to be an economic advisor to the president, with mm, yeah. suspicions. Well,
0: have you, have you seen this cabinet? Bank. Mm, okay, but I mean, have you like, seen have you seen, our, have you seen our ministers? Have you seen our ministers in cabinet? These are not people who are <laughs> considered qualified.
1: And th- hence we are in the shit we're in.
0: Not because the ministers don't have doctorates. It's because they've got shit attitudes and they're grasping, servile thieves.
1: But they also don't know what they don't know.
0: Mm, Yeah, but I don't think any amount of education could make uh, MTR's Patel a more moral person or Pravin Gordon, for that matter, or uh, take your pick, pick a minister. Their job
1: is not morality.
0: No, but their
1: job. Is not morality.
0: Um, it's an important part of what they have to do. And furthermore, I would be more interested in their attitude, their ethical framework.
1: So you say Their that actual though. personality. You, you, you say that though about many being so obsessed with some kind of paper qualification. Mm, we are. I've been I've been looking at um, at, co- at 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 on, online. I'm right. looking for a course mm-hmm. um, in, I, I don't know. I think like cake decorating. It's one of my my new favorite things currently, is okay. like baking and whatever. Fair enough. And I was thinking I'd really like to do a short course, just to to kind of get my skills up because that's that's a pretty intricate skill. It's not like sure. following a recipe. No, right, it's a good one. Woo! yo! I have been gobsmacked at the cost. Of a three-day part-time cake decorating
0: And don't you think you could do course. better by watching and I wondered, YouTube videos?
1: Because it's not like anyone's going to say, where's, yeah, your, yeah, 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 where's yeah. your
0: cake decorating certificate? You're not going to go work for a hotel.
1: Well, but also I wondered at this cost, I wondered what what that does for people who work at a fornos or who work in small bakeries like at the pâtisserie down the road who, sure. who do and I wondered <clears throat> if this also closes opportunity for people who truly are have a little bit of talent but, but, and with with enough uh, I'm, I'm this practice. Is not,
0: this is not an argument against my position though. I no am just I, but we I are say.
1: also talking about decorating cakes and okay. not right. like I mean the, policy for example, advisory okay, so, for a so, president.
0: So Carlos says gee we can't have someone in a role like that who commits fraud because that's what it is right if you, Absolutely. Lie you don't apply the soft bigotry here i'm not i agree and i did just say an ethical framework morals and and that comes into lying about your stevie <laughs> it's not i think people are upset that this this the, person doesn't have a doctorate right instead know. of that this person lied i think about the, having a doctorate.
1: I, I think it's the full gamut i think it is the full gamut it is the why lie when you also have a master's, why lie about why? Why is it so important to be Dr. Leoka? Why lie? Okay, it is also about at that level of advisory. Yeah. in such an important okay. role in a country that has a shambles for an economy.
0: I'm not going to disagree.
1: Why not vet it? <laughs> why yeah. in the why is it not vetted? Why I mean, well, because we're. It, it's all. All of it is outrageous. Because all of it is outrageous. Because we've got
0: amateur government. That's what they are. They're a bunch of amateurs who've won a popularity contest, like most governments in the world. And therefore, you're not going to get the best people.
1: So this is (laughs) this is my
0: moment to. By the way, I just want to say, do your cake thing with watch YouTube videos. You don't need to pay money to. I
1: I do want to
0: you do not need to go on a course and spend a fortune because they are going to charge you a fortune
1: I'm not going to spend a
0: fortune Who cares if you get it wrong 50 times? That's how you become a better cake decorator, for heaven's sake.
1: I am not going to spend the fortune. I don't have the fortune to spend. It's just us. I do, this is my test, moment.
0: You can test out your shit cakes on me, all right? <laughs> how about that?
1: The cakes themselves are
0: great. Okay. It's
1: the decorating then I'm then, worried
0: about. Then bring them to me. I'll give you an appraisal. <laughs> don't need to waste your money on these courses.
1: But, so this is my moment to reference, uh, to, to use a quote from Kat Williams's because I'm, I'm finding hmm. every day. I must find at least one time. To, he, <laughs> he had so many gems. So many gems. <laughs> okay. But this one is today's one. Liars lie. Yes. <laughs> Liars right. lie. Yes. Why lie? Liars lie,
0: sir. 100% spot on correct. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: Are we going to do news headlines? So that is a bit of a news headline, though. That's, that's, that's
0: a good one. So, Francis Macron has shifted to the right on schools and birth rate and mostly because he has to at this stage let's be fair uh, Macron is not doing this because he has suddenly seen the light because he suddenly decided to modify his position and you know he's become uh, uh, uh more more attentive to the, what the data is showing him he, he's become attentive to popular, popularity polls he's become attentive to um approval ratings that's all so what has he done so this is the story. His
1: term is done. Why is he still here?
0: Well, of course he cares. This is
1: when you do the shit, like, well, all the stuff you want. Everybody says that, but it doesn't the, the, matter these, now. these
0: politicians are addicted to being loved. Uh, he has promoted uniforms in schools, a crackdown on drug gangs, and steps to boost France's declining birth rate. Now? What are the finally, steps to...
1: Who's the birth rate?
0: Well, you, you Why know, don't what?
1: They, are they giving people like time you, you, off work?
0: Well, you could start off by um, making it less easy to get divorces and abortions and that kind of thing. If you if you're a fundamentalist on that front, but you can also do things that encourage the family rather than encourage individual liberties, and those are not policies which France is, which France is famous for. And I think there are tax breaks that you can give to parents. have more than two kids there are all kinds of incentives you can build into the system what he's doing is that he is pissing off the left wing commentators in the left have deplored his apparent shift from the crafted political balance of recent years but they said they suspected all along where his heart lay was in the right commentators on the right said they were (laughs) delighted by his apparent conversion to their views but suspected it was all a sham he also suggested a compulsory period of civic service for 16 year olds now, 16-year-olds, wow. Good idea, right?
1: I, I am a fan of civic service. You know this. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of
0: 16-year-olds. Why not? doesn't mean that they have to skip school or anything. They can do this during their holidays. You spend one day of your holiday helping old ladies cross the street, tidying up the uh, gardens of the public uh, parks. Why helping not?
1: Helping old ladies cross yeah. the
0: street. Have you seen what Paris looks like <laughs> these days? It's nowhere near what it should look like. So <laughs> Listen,
1: I, they've got bed bugs
0: bed bugs. I think that's that's still going on, right? <laughs> hey,
1: that is bed bugs are one of those things that are no. Once 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 it happens to you, it takes a long time to get rid of it.
0: Uh the world's most popular YouTuber Mr Beast has shared a full video on X for the first time having previously said that even a billion views would not make it worth his while. The star has previously made his material available to his 231 million subscribers on YouTube. He said that he's now trying X because he's super curious about how much advertising revenue it'll make. His U-turn...
1: 200 and how much million?
0: He's got 231 million subscribers on YouTube.
1: No ways.
0: Yep. Uh, His U-turn is a boost for the struggling social media platform. Owner Elon Musk has tried various strategies to boost the business since buying it in October. These include sharing advertising revenue with high-profile creators, something that other sites, including YouTube, already do. So, he's also keen on X. X is going to become which it already is for many people, the source of news, but also the source of all kinds of content, especially if they share revenue with the creators. That's the key to YouTube's success. No one would be posting shit on YouTube if they owned it and if they were the only ones able to monetize it, right? Mm. Makes sense. Um, this is the last story. YouTube, I, you, you, YouTube,
1: YouTube really is like... It is it's it is the everything. It's like, that is the one thing. We've, we may not have the hoverboards from Back to the Future, but YouTube is a close second. It kind of makes up. Mm, YouTube well. is a close second. Like, this stuff you see on YouTube, I love YouTube.
0: I love it too, but you must do your cake decoration there. That's what everybody's <laughs> saying in the comments. Uh, one last quick news story, and I really don't think we can comment too much on this now because it's probably more interesting for the burning platform, but the IEC has barred Jacob Zuma from contesting the 2024 elections. What does
1: that mean has barred him?
0: Well, he, his MK party can obviously run in the elections. Okay. They can register if they pay their fees and they get on the ballot. That's uh-huh. fine. But he can't be president. Why? Because we have a rule in our constitution that if you have a criminal record, you cannot be president of the country.
1: So what does that mean for Patriotic Alliance and Gates and McKinsey?
0: Um, this you may well ask. He can never be president. So Gaten McKenzie, for the same reasons, because he has a criminal record, even if it's one that has now had some time and some water has gone under the bridge and so on, can't be president if you have a criminal record. I just wish that anyone in politics who has a criminal conviction, I wish that all of those people would be barred from politics, but eh, I don't make the rules. So, hmm. the Independent Electoral Commission wow, cited Section wow, 47E wow. of our Constitution, which bars anyone who is convicted and sentenced to more than 12 months' imprisonment without the option of a fine from holding public office. Section further states that the disqualification under this paragraph ends five years after the sentence has been completed, but obviously it Oh,
1: okay. So, it, so does, they, it, does, they, they, it does run out. Okay.
0: Um, and I think Gaten's then would have run out. Yeah. But it still bars Zuma since he's not finished five years out of jail. That means that he will have to try his luck in the twenty twenty nine general election. How old is he now? Eighty one. So by twenty, <laughs> he will be in his uh, in his late eighties by then. Got <laughs> too many old people in politics, man. Way too many old people. So there's some news stories for you. That's uh, that's enough news for this morning. Um and then you wanted to talk uh, about something else in the music business. Tandiswa Marwari. <laughs> Tandiswa Mazwai. Mazwai. Why does it say Tandis- oh, someone spelled Somebody
1: that spelled br- br- Tandiswa Mazwai. What about Tandiswa Mazwai? one of my favorite African musicians. I love her South too. African I, I, musicians. Don't, I don't have
0: much I don't have much to say about her sister but
1: yeah. Hi <laughs> man. <laughs> she, she's She was in DC two days ago recording recording a tiny desk concert. Mm -hmm. So very soon NPR will put that out. How lovely for her and for us. Good. But but it also got me thinking about these kinds of can. Do you think we could do some stuff like that locally? Like who would be your top three if you were to do like a.
0: You're asking me. disc. You, I don't know. I'm so <laughs> out of the music sing, scene. at the, I, I, I stopped paying attention to this when I stopped doing music radio. So oh, really? The last time. But ironically, whenever I get into an Uber or I hear radio, they're playing the same songs I was playing on radio 10 years ago. So I don't know how much has changed. I don't know what else is new. I, can't, I find it very sad and depressing that someone like Taylor Swift should be dominating things in such a big way it means there's obviously nothing else going on cuz she's not that good she's so, just not
1: South Africa's got a very exciting
0: music. I know landscape. I'm a piano's taken off and that's a worldwide phenomenon I know that our music oh. is is the, is the flavor of the moment I know that I get that but I just don't I don't know anything I don't I don't know enough to be able to comment on on the music business at the moment and people ask me because they remember me from Idols and I'm like I don't have anything to do with the music industry. Oof. And I'm so out of out of touch on that one. I'm really, I'm not even paying attention. So I would take your advice.
1: Listen, tiny Des- So
0: Explain the explain, must, explain the concept. The
1: of. concept of okay, so NPR has this this concept where they bring in musicians and it's it's a little bit like MTV unplugged used to be. Oh wow. But it's a mini yeah. concert. It's in it's it's in an office setup, hence tiny desk, mm-hmm. right? Because it's all in all right man and it's it's not a, it's it's very short because npr is big in um with podcasts and all of that kind of stuff so it's sure. i think they get to do like five songs and it is just it's it's a nice intimate small session which is just a little bit of a departure from all of all of the other stuff that's out there
0: it sounds amazing
1: unbelievable Unbelievable, and I really, really, really cannot wait to see Tandiswa's Tiny Desk. So when does it come out? I don't know actually. She hasn't talked about that, but when she first kind of tweeted about it to say, ooh, she's going, she she's she's been in America, she did a performance in New York, and mm-hmm. then she went to record this tiny desk. It's gonna be unbelievable. She's got a new album coming out as well
0: soon. Very good.
1: I love to see it I love to see it for her and I love and the thing about Tiny desk also because it's online is it also opens up artists to a whole new audience that may never get to hear her
0: stuff. I didn't even know that NPR which is national public radio uh, did things like this I'm out of it Gareth <laughs> sorry I don't know Listen, I know they do lots of good podcasts.
1: It's on YouTube, Baba. (laughs) So, go there. We go. Go, go look for Tiny Desk. They have, they've got, there is a wonderful Tiny Desk concert with Asha. Usher Raymond, he did well, one.
0: Well, Tabo Pali says in the comments, I love Tiny Desk concerts. You should check out Scarface. It was unbelievable. I, I used to love Scarface. Hey. Lord, please murder my enemies. <laughs> Burn them at a thousand degrees. And Lord, please let me make mochis because I ain't quite ready to leave.
1: Oh, yeah. Google it. I mean, I think they've been doing it for a couple of years now. And mm. it really is yeah, just...
0: San- sanella has got suggestions for you, Pumi.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: sanella says... Zonke would be amazing.
1: Yes. Mandisi
0: Dianzi. Dianzi. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Mandisi. Uh, Yeah, when he's got (laughs) a... Langamavuso. Langamavuso would be amazing.
0: All right. Uh, Some interesting comments here about these tiny desk concerts. You see, you guys are filling me in. I don't know a lot of this stuff. I really don't. Yo.
1: The tiny desk concerts are just magnificent.
0: By the way, there's some uh, comments here which you may want to respond to. Uh, Ted Ted says, no, we were talking about politicians (laughs) being too old. So Ted says (laughs) there there should be a 55 year age limit to participating in politics in major positions. 55? Maybe a bit young. Mm. 55 is still a bit young. But David says, Ted, you're 100% correct. Age of retirement is 65. Retire the fuckers. Well, if you expect the people in private enterprise in corporations to retire, and our mandatory retirement age is 65, I think.
1: Is it 65? I
0: think so. Uh, Then we shouldn't allow politicians to carry on past 65 either. Mm -hmm. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can't have politicians exempting themselves where every other person in a job has to leave at 65. So must they.
1: Listen, have you seen all those videos of Gwede Mantashe asleep? (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. (laughs)
1: And all During these, Cyril's like, speech, ANC things. And he's he's so like, old. Stay home, old man.
0: He's old. Stay. He's home. fat and he's drunk. A great combination.
1: Stay home, old man.
0: Yeah.
1: They sh- great, there man. should be an age limit. I agree. There should be an age like, limit.
0: By the time you're seventy-five, you should be chilling. I mean, it's you've a, earned it. Surely, surely,
1: even you yourself. By the time you get to that seventy. You, you must also feel like a, yeah. um,
0: you don't cut, want to be, cut, wor- cut, you, cut, you don't want to be working so hard. There's nothing wrong with you doing. So a friend of mine was out here from London <clears throat> I went to see him and he was at his parents place. Uh, Cause they still live here and his parents are in their mid to late seventies. His dad is doing consulting and stuff, which he does from home, which is great. You can do that. You still this have consulting you, this you have a con- consulting contribution is a to make
1: great right. exactly for old people consulting. Mara full time work. no, you shouldn't be going
0: you shouldn't be going meetings. into the office every day. It's it's not necessary. Really I,
1: I, I am half that age and I already have like a short, 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 oh. short, short, short. Like I, I already can't stand a lot of things that happen in meetings. Yeah. And I know it's because I'm I'm simply just too old. Well, bullshit.
0: I mean, uh, Sean says for executives and most corporates, the compulsory retirement age is 60. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you get people who are extremely good at 60 or 70, and you get people who are not. It depends on the individual. But I, I think if they're going to create a mandatory retirement Listen, age, then it should be for everybody.
1: I do not think
0: no exceptions. that…
1: Waking up early, having long 16-hour days, mm. being in meetings that should be emails, all of that. No, you
0: don't You don't want to do that. It's not right. I just want to play this quickly I because wanted... Zizi Kodwa, can I just…
1: Okay, but I want to tell you this. If you're going to start anywhere with the tiny desk. Oh, yeah? Answer, sting and shaggy. Okay, Zizi Kodwa.
0: Well, this is not even that important, but Zizi Kodwa was like coaching Bafana. Ah. <sighs> Who, and Bafana are really a perfect metaphor for our country at the moment and the way it's being run. Why people they just should
1: retire? Like Danny yeah. Jordan should they, retire. But
0: these guys can't win. They just can't win. They're just shit. So here's Zizi Kodwa being their coach. I mean, of all the people in the whole world. And, uh, so here he is. It is for me a great
1: opportunity for
0: me to, to, to progress beyond the I'm not going to play the whole clip because you can't really hear nah. him. It's just He's. He's doing what a politician does. They walk into any situation and think they can offer valuable advice. So, I mean, really, like we need him. Imagine how dejected those guys feel. First of all, they've lost, right? They're out. They've they've performed piss poorly, to put it mildly. Then…
1: They're as, not out yet.
0: As an additional punishment, they have to sit there and be lectured by this guy who's never done anything remarkable in his life am i wrong
1: i am shame
0: oh my god all right that's probably why they played so cucks although
1: spain (laughs) did lose their opening match in the world cup and they went on to win that world cup please i
0: don't know what to make (laughs)
1: i'm just saying
0: we've tried everything with this profana team haven't we We've tried international hey. coaches. We've tried local coaches. We've tried giving them more money. We've tried uh, incentivizing them. It's because football in this country is just so badly managed, like so many other things. So I'm not going to comment on that. Otherwise, I'm doing what Zizi Kodwa was doing.
1: Sugar it's 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 <laughs> Shabalala says, I've accepted that in my lifetime, I'll never be made happy by Bafana
0: bafana Correct. We've just given up on them like we've given up on service delivery. That's what we've done. It's exactly the same thing. So Steve says turning 60, still doing 12 to 15 plus hours a day, but it's from home, will work till the day of my funeral. That's good. But if mm-hmm. but if you can no, but if you can manage it. I mean, like, I I like the idea of people enjoying their lives at a certain stage of their, you know, their life trajectory. You need to sometimes enjoy your life, spend time with the grandchildren, that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But Do a little cake decorating. If you
0: want to work and you have something to offer, you will be useful to society until your dying day. You just have to find the circumstances that match that stage of your life. Yeah. That's all. I'm not saying that everyone over...
1: Steve, although 15-hour days are... I I mean, 15-hour days, even if you're like 45, I just...
0: Mm. All right. It's seven. We've got to take a break. And then when we come back, it is the burning platform. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com. It is Thursday, the 18th of January. More on the way with the burning platform. Cliffcentral.com.